The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 67th seed, a 1991 arcade port from the Taito America Corporation, Kicks! And its opponent, the 62nd seed, a 1985 launch title from IREM, Kung Fu! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say but round one, fight! Welcome to episode two of the Kings of Consoles podcast. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. Hello, everyone. And uh, in case you didn't join us last week for episode one, here's just a kind of a quick recap of what this show is. We have taken IGN's list of the 100 greatest games for the Nintendo Entertainment System, ranked them according to IGN's rankings, put them in a tournament bracket, and each and every week we're going to look at two games. Only one can advance to the next round. Uh, dun, so... Dun, dun. Well, I'm sorry, what was that, Ricky? I was like, dun-dun-dun. <laughs> so last week we talked about Adventures of Lolo 3 and Duck Hunt. And to our and probably everyone else's surprise, Adventures of Lolo 3 advanced uh, to the second round where it will be facing RC Pro-Am. Uh, we've got two more... I was going to say we've got two more great games ahead of us today, but uh, as the conversation goes on, I think you'll find that is not the case. Uh, so, uh, or maybe, or maybe some people do like it. We oh. did. We, we put a question out on Facebook and Twitter and surprisingly there was love for a game that we did not. Uh, so let's jump right into it. Uh, this is the number 62 seed Kung Fu against number 67 kicks. Just like last week, we're going to start with the underdog. So that is kicks, uh, which is a 1991 port to the NES of a 1981 arcade game where the objective is to fence off or claim a supermajority of the playfield. You're basically clicking and dragging to draw boxes while these weird, colorful, wavy things move around the screen, uh, and you're trying to isolate it in as small an area as you can uh, before either you clear the level or the kicks hit touched. you. Yep. Yeah. So IGN calls it the 67th. Greatest game for the console. Uh, Electronic Gaming Monthly has it at number 100 on their list. Of the uh, four games that we've played for the podcast through two episodes, it is very solidly my number four. I kind of <laughs> hated this. This was bad. Right? This was bad. Okay, good. So it's not just me. No. Um, seeing those poll results got me a little nervous. Um, <laughs> no, I kind of actively hated this had you ever played this before i've never played it before i had well, honestly i feel like i've seen the name before but it didn't mean anything to me other than like i'd seen it on a couple of these lists and like oh i should play that someday don't if you haven't don't don't play it <laughs> but you know like i said this is probably one of those games that you grew up and you had it and you liked it 
So it might bring you back memories. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, if in 1981 you were pumping quarters into an arcade machine, this probably does bring back some positive memories. Um, I was not born yet at that point, so I don't have any such emotional attachment to it. Right. I will say one thing. There is one positive about this game. Oh, yeah? That is the opening song. Oh, the music is great. The music is awesome. Yeah. It, it oh, really yeah, is. <laughs> it really is great. I uh, played a little bit of it during the intro. Um, I may loop just a tiny little bit of it here under us talking about it. Yeah, the, the kicks theme is, uh, it's it's a bop. It, it slaps. It slaps hard, guys. It is. It's, <laughs> it's really, really far and away the best part of this game. I had actually blocked the song from my memory until I was putting together the opening. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, so this is the thing I liked about this. Yep. Um, we were talking a little bit before we went on the air. Uh, there is, uh, there's a game that came bundled with Windows 95 that this reminded me of uh, called Jazz Ball. But the difference with Jazz Ball is the same basic premise. You're drawing lines to try and isolate, in this case, a little bouncing ball in one small area of the screen, clearing as much screen as you can to get the most points. Uh, the difference is, with Jazz Ball, it's a ball, and balls behave in a semi-predictable way. You bounce it off a surface at 45 degrees, it's going to come off at 45 degrees. So you can kind of judge where you need to be drawing your lines, because you can kind of guess how long it's going to take the ball to get to you to break your line. Uh, but this... There was no kind of rhyme or reason for the movement of the kicks. Yeah, no, at least not just, in any way I picked up on. No, no. I was just like, all right, I'm going to put a line here. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I don't know. It was very yeah. random. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't. I mean, it tells you how to play the game, but it it really doesn't. Like, it I don't doesn't know. really. It took the first couple of minutes were definitely kind of guess and checking what buttons did what. I mean, and it's an NES controller, so there are two buttons. Um, but just trying to figure out like what combination like moves my little bug dude away from the other bug dudes, which button draws the line. Do I have to hold it down while I draw? It just, I don't know. I had no fun. Um, yeah. and I just remembered the, the quicks are actually the things that are attacking you. Yes. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we'll get into later on, uh, if you missed it last week, toward the end of the show, we'll talk about our own high scores, how far we made it. I will say that we play the games for an hour each, just so that we have a fair, even ground to judge them on. I played this for an hour, and I got 28 game overs. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if you had a similar experience, but I, I... sucked at this. <laughs> uh... We'll talk about it later. But <laughs> okay. Um, you, I can't believe you went the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, I, I made it in my notes. So there's <laughs> there's two main notes that I made uh, in a little doc I keep on my phone uh, just while I'm playing. I j jot quick notes. Uh, number one is, ooh, I hate this. Uh, and number two was comparing it to Jazz Ball, where you could plan your moves. Uh, then I described this game as arbitrary and cruel, um, which I think is pretty accurate. Like, it just, there's no rhyme or reason to anything that happens in this game. It seems like it's just designed to make you angry. Yeah. And it did, for an hour. 
Um, <laughs> the next game also got me pretty angry too. So, man, these games are kind of yeah, silly a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we're in we're in kind of a frustrating uh, string of games here. Um, wait till we get to episode three because there's a doozy of a frustrating game there. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> this one, I just. I've been able to find something to enjoy in every game I've played so far, except kicks, other than the music. I just really, I just out and out hated this. Um, also, in what world is this 10 slots better than Duck Hunt? Like, I know yeah, I, I know. last oh, week we we weren't super high on Duck Hunt, but, like, at least we can acknowledge its importance and, like, what how great it was at the time. It, and it was the number 77 seed. This is 67 for kicks. And I just, I don't get it at all. Uh, so let's move on to something uh, a little, a little more fun. Um, we, uh, we, we talked last week about Duck Hunt, which was a launch title for the NES when it came out in the States in 1985. Kung Fu was also a launch title, uh, which is kind of why we followed up with this in episode two. Uh, it is a port of another arcade game, just like Kix was. Uh, this game was called Kung Fu Master, widely regarded as the first beat-em-up game, which is cool. That's a genre awesome. that still yeah. exists today. Um, so this was kind of groundbreaking uh, in 1984. Uh, it was initially released in Japan under the title Spartan X, and it was meant to be a tie-in to a movie called Meals on Wheels, starring Jackie Chan, uh, which I... Now I want to see that movie to see yeah, right. uh, if there is if this game bears any resemblance to that because uh, a lot of NES. Or if Mr. X is there. Yeah, right, and the the giant bald dude, uh, or the sorcerer that can conjure snakes. Yeah. Um, the... See, I thought those were dragons. I'm like, oh, a dragon. Well, there were like the big <laughs> dragons, but then there were also like the little snakes that slithered on the ground that you had to jump over. That's right. Uh, and then there were like the bees and uh, the like weird confetti balls that somehow hurt you. Man, yeah, uh, this was a very frustrating game. Like a lot of uh, early NES games were, um, just because they're like that was coming from arcades. That was what video games were. Arcade games were designed to make you die so that you put more coins in to keep playing, and that kind of carried over into the first couple generations of home consoles. Uh, Kung Fu is no exception. Uh, Kung Fu is one of the very first games I ever played for NES. Uh, we talked last time about how we used to rent the console from uh, Video Sensations in Midland, Michigan. And uh, I remember playing, I think Kung Fu was probably the second game I played after Super Mario Brothers. Um, nice. I, this is my first time playing, so I never played it before. Yeah. So, so I have really fond memories of it. Uh, the music, the sound effects, like all of it. I, re I remember really liking, and uh, I, I I still enjoyed it, but uh, an hour is kind of a long time to play it now. Um, yeah. It is, it's, it's repetitive to the point of, like, literally it's repetitive where when you beat the game, you then it start down. it over at a slightly <laughs> higher difficulty. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's basically the same same setup, except well, then there's game A and game B. Did you play both? I did. So game B, near near as I could tell, it's the exact same game, except every hit you take damages you more. That was right. the the closest difference I could find between the two. 
Yeah, and I think after B, it's like that's like the true ending. Oh, okay. Okay. It, I mean, kind of. It's the same ending, except you're not going upstairs. You're like down. It's weird. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Um, yeah, so but, yeah. It, it's I, I don't think we're, we're spoiling anything about when we're talking about our high scores later by saying we both we both at least made it through that first path. Yes. Um, where and it's only five levels. Guys. It's only five levels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's a, a mini boss at the end of each one. Uh, there is a dude that throws boomerangs. Yeah, there, uh, <laughs> There's the sorcerer we talked about. There's the big, fat, bald guy that throws slow motion kicks and punches that are basically one-hit kills if they hit you. Yeah. Um, and then there's a sort of generic karate guy. Oh, no, it's the guy with the stick, right? Yes. Level one. Um, yeah. He just is basically swinging a kendo stick at you, um, which all you have to do is duck down and just leg sweep, leg sweep, leg sweep over and over and over again until he's out. Uh, and then there's Mr. X at the end of level five. And after you beat Mr. X, Thomas, which is a great name for a Kung Fu master, um, <laughs> Master Thomas is reunited with his girlfriend, Sylvia, uh, at the top of the Devil's Temple, which you've been fighting your way through. Uh, only to find out that happiness does not continue long, and you have to start over again, level one. Fight through grabbers and these little somersaulting tiny people and dudes throwing knives. And yeah, you just do it all over again, only slightly harder. Yep, and happiness never comes because you just do it over and over and over again. <laughs> it's a weird Groundhog Day situation poor Master <laughs> Thomas finds himself in. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I we're gonna get into it in a in a minute to talk about you know what what game is moving on. I think you can probably piece it together based on uh, based on how this interaction has gone. Um, but yeah, so I, I I enjoyed it, but I think I probably would have enjoyed it more had I played it for twenty or thirty minutes. Uh, by by the end of sixty, I was I was ready to be done. Um, so yeah, uh, an hour is too much for it. That's the thing about NES games. I feel like a lot of these games are a lot shorter now. Like, I remember, I remember, like, um, Dog Hunt. I thought that game used to be so long, but yeah. after playing it, it didn't take an hour to beat. No. I mean, it took, like, I don't know, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, like I said last week, like, I played through it on one duck. I played through it on two duck. I played through it on clay. And then I played through it on one duck again, left-handed, just to give myself something different to do. Yeah. Uh, because I'd already done everything in the hour. Um, so, yeah, so that's, I mean, I, I, I don't really have anything else to add in terms of specifics about either of the games. Uh, Kung Fu, fun, kicks, not. Uh, you want to talk about high scores? Uh, sure. <laughs> so how did you do on kicks? Um, kicks? I'll be honest with you, I didn't even write down the high score because I only, like, maybe got to the third <laughs> third level, and I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. I don't know. <laughs> I was just so mad. Game overs, I probably had, like, 15, and I was just, like, the first two levels. <laughs> so I mentioned that I uh, had 28 game overs. My best round was my fourth. So the 24 <laughs> after that, I was just trying to get back to where I made it on the fourth try, which was level six and a high score of 61,992. 
Um, but uh, the rest of the time, it was level two or three for me as well. I think I made it to four one more time. But uh, other than this one time to level six, I never came close. Uh, so, yeah. hey, look at that. It's one to two now. I finally won one. Ricky won both games last time. I suspect, based on your description here, uh, you're going to take a 3-1 lead here. Uh, but how'd you do on Kung Fu? What was your, your high score here? Uh, Kung Fu, once again, I, I need to keep track of my high scores. But I went to level five and the restart, and I kept going because I thought, oh, okay, there's going to be more. And then I beat it again. <laughs> but let me tell you, that was a headache. Like, it didn't take me an hour, but it definitely took me, like, almost an hour. I made it... It was pretty hard. I it is. The second time through, I mean, even the first time through is challenging. Yeah. Um, until you get the, kind of, the patterns down. Because uh, yeah. they do always kind of attack in the same... Like, and I you... feel like uh, the jump kick is really, like, broken. Like, I yeah. Feel like the best move of the game and i'm like oh i'm just gonna kill anybody <laughs> it works i was like all right yeah it's the that and for some reason punching gives you more points than anything else yeah um but my guess is it's probably because you have to let them in closer for that than for kicks or the jump kick yeah um, kicks you could take out like two of them yeah yeah yeah, if yeah. you time it right and they're, like, right back to back, yeah, you can... Yeah. And especially if you're, like, leg sweeping, sometimes you can get two of the grabbers and one of the little guys with a single kick, um, which is pretty satisfying. Um, yes. So yeah. I wasn't able to beat it the second time through. I made it to level four on the second play through twice, but wasn't able to finish either time. So you, so you did beat me on this one. Nice. So, and then I played... <laughs> I played... A, Twice, I did game B twice, and just, I, I didn't even bother jotting down my scores for those, because it's just, it was way harder than... It was hard. Uh, ...than yeah. A was, or the, even the second pass through A. Um, yeah, so so that's the kind of the comparison. Ricky's got a 3-1 to one lead through two episodes. I'm, I'm not bitter. There's still, you there's know... There's a lot of games left. There's <laughs> 97 more episodes of this show, so I've, I got time. <laughs> Uh, and that's just for this console. If we decide we're we're enjoying it, and we want to go on to Sega or Super oh, Nintendo. Yeah. Let's keep go, keep going. Look out! <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess uh, it's a it's pretty much that time where we need to decide which of these games is moving on to the second round to face another launch title, the original Super Mario Brothers, the number three overall seed uh, in the second round. Um, I have here in the the show. Um, I'm, I've forgotten the word format in the format doc that Ricky and I are both working off of. I have argue merits of both games here as the step. Um, we've yeah. already said the one good thing about kicks. We did. Uh, there, <laughs> there are no other you, merits. Kicks that revolves the four games we played so far. Best soundtrack. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's really good. It's real. It's really got good music. Um, I like the music in Lolo a lot too. Uh, but yeah, I would agree. Kicks has the best soundtrack. Kicks uh, has it has like a eighties eight bit like oh man, I don't know. Like, you could just do it now. <laughs> yes, it's really good. <laughs> maybe we need a new theme song for the show. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll make it kicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that is that's the one redeeming factor. I um, we we do put out a poll on uh, on Facebook and a couple of groups and on Twitter. Um, it was a landslide. 
if Kung Fu got 89% of the combined votes between the two, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's getting 100% here, right? Kung Fu's our winner. Kung Fu's our winner for sure. Yeah. It, it punches out. Yeah. <laughs> it it knocks a, it out. With a flying jump kick to knocking kicks <laughs> out of the board, filling in all the lines with boomerang throws and knives. Uh, Kung Fu advances. Uh, so that is our second game to move on. And next week we're going to add a third. Uh, we're going to take a look at the number 50 seed, Shadowgate. And continuing the trend that we've started so far, the number 79 game, another launch title for the console, Ice Climber. Ice Climber. So uh, be sure to join us next week for that. I'm super excited to talk about both these games for wildly different reasons. Um, and if you want to, you know, get your 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 opinions in, you want to cast your vote, you can do it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kingsofconsoles. Facebook doesn't let you post polls on pages, but we'll still have a post on there saying, you know, which yeah. game. Uh, and That's so, so weird, Facebook. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You can only do them in groups now, which is just a very strange. Because why would somebody with a business page want to know what their customers think? Weird. So facebook.com slash kingsofconsoles, you know, message the page, post on the page, uh, tweet at us at kingsofconsoles. Uh, both kings and consoles are plural. Uh, it's the same at on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at loopydate, L-O-O-P-Y-D-A-T-E. It's an anagram of my first and last name. Yeah, and I'm at uh, Ricky4518. Uh, and then, uh, Ricky, you've also got another podcast. We plugged a little bit last week, but you want to throw in one more plug for Nerds in the City? Yeah, so every Tuesday, Nerds in the City. It's a podcast about uh, living in Central Florida. We talk about geek news, uh, comics, uh, games, and we also talk about other things you could do in Central Florida other than theme parks. Very cool. Of course, you can't do any of that right now because you should all be staying inside. Stay inside. Everyone, please stay inside. Stay inside. Guys, the longer we're out and about doing things, the longer we're going to have to stay inside. So just stay inside now, get it over with, and then we can all go back to whatever amounts to normal. Please stay inside. Please. <laughs> okay. That was a weird uh, message to throw at the end of a fun video game podcast. But hey, we like you guys, and we want you to continue listening uh, we are on Podbean. We're on Spotify now. Probably by the time you're listening to this, we're also on iTunes. Uh, I'm just waiting for that final approval from them, but uh, that should be by the time this goes live, if not by episode three. Listen, subscribe, tell your friends, share our posts, whatever you guys want to do. We like you guys, and we don't want you to die of an easily preventable disease. So stay home, yep. listen to podcasts. Play old video games. They're great. Yeah, man. Join the fun. It's been a lot of fun playing these old games. Yeah, and if you want to play along with us, tell us about it on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we we'd love to hear from you, and we you know maybe we'll uh, we'll read out your your comments on the air. Uh, but yeah, until next time, I'm Pat Dooley, and I'm Ricky Geraldo. Thanks so much for listening. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Edwin. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found with a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated.